What's up, guys? How is everyone doing? The red light is on, Dave Van Auken. Um, Man, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm so excited. Um, met her around, like we talked about just uh, off air, like a month, month and a half ago out there in Albuquerque when I was there for the Bare Knuckle FC event. Uh, had some really cool times at uh, Jackson Wink, and that's where I met Kat, Kathleen Alina. Um, Kat, how are you doing? Hey, good to see you. I'm doing good. How about you? Doing good, doing good. Very busy. It's awesome. Great. It's uh, I don't know if you remember this, and I was kind of just looking some stuff up on you, so I was just kind of you know doing some you know uh, research and all. But like when I started watching mixed martial arts and started, especially for like the UFC and stuff of that nature, like there was like a a pay per view once a month or once every even two or three months, and like the the news and like uh, you know the rumors and fight announcements were like you know, far and few between, but like even a day like today, freaking Kevin Holland, I thought he was retired. Uh, <laughs> Hit versus Wonder Boy main event in Orlando. Like my, that's my city. I'm Daytona beach guy. So I'll mm -hmm. definitely be out there December 3rd. So like to get that news and then there's just every day, there's something every day. And then even like um, this weekend, there's no UFC, but my girl L Wagman's fighting for FAC on live on UFC fight pass. So it's like every weekend, it's never a break. It's crazy. It's a wild. It's really crazy, and I feel like we're so spoiled. I'm honest yes. with you. When there's a weekend without you, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I have nothing to do. Yeah, know? I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, like, yeah, well, I don't want to, like, ask you, like, origin stories and, and how you got into it. Like I said, I, I kind of did some research, looked it up. You were looking for a boxing gym, found MMA. We're not going to do that. I just want to, like, this is bullshit. Let's just talk about life. I, I told the story so many times. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I even seen you, like, recently on another podcast. It's like, just, it's like, no, we, we, ain't, we ain't doing that here. I got some fun questions at the end just to kind of uh, bullshit. But just, like, I want to talk about you. What are you doing? What's everyday life what are you doing daily weekly what's kind of what's your world right now so i started my camp i would say last week um i will fight in about six weeks so i'm Is that out there? Camp that um it's not official yet but soon i think next week okay yeah okay yeah that's what i mean fight banana's gotta make another post next week now as if we just, we just keep on working. <laughs> yes yes i just talked to my manager today and i was like i just tell i will fight in six weeks but that's it and next week um, we're gonna make it official um well i would say i have a boring life right now that's <laughs> camp life i wake up i eat i go to the gym um i do work in between like my fan pages that's my main thing I do in between, um, then get ready for second session, sometimes three sessions and that's it. Like that's my routine Monday to yeah, Saturday, you know, like Sunday is like the only day off and I'm honest, I'm just too tired on Sunday to do something special, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, a yeah. little hike, but it has to be, it's more like a trail, just walking, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. not a real Bullshit, hike. Hopefully with friends um, kind but, of connected. No. So yeah, that's going to be my routine now for the next six weeks. Okay. Okay. Um, I always, when I always do like my shows, I always like have this permanent black marker. It's just my thing. And like, I, like I said, I have notes for you and it's all in permanent black marker. And I always joke about with fighters, they love, they absolutely love when you on the calendar, uh, there's only so many fight rumors and there's only 
there's all these uh, all these organizations that want to uh, you know fight with you and and flirt with you like hey can you do this and that but until you get that permanent black marker and put it on a calendar finally that date I always hear sometimes it's like uh, as a fighter like you're just you're going to the, the gym still every day you're just this hamster in a wheel and sometimes it's like god damn it I just want to fight like I just I want that poster yeah. I kind of want to put something on the calendar to kind of like gear my body and ready for it. So how good does it feel that it's maybe not official yet or whatever? We can't announce it yet. We'll talk about it next week or whatever. But how good does it feel to be this fucking close of getting this permanent black marker and put something on the calendar? It, it feels amazing. Like yeah. my last two fights um, were canceled. The first time I got COVID like on weigh-in day. Second time I broke my fucking toe and I couldn't fight. Um, and I started training again in August. And since then I'm just like, hey, I want to fight. Like I want to make money. Like I'm training right. every time. Like since I haven't fought since two years, but it's not like I stopped training, you know, I'm training like nonstop. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I feel like I cannot take a break without having had without having had a fight because I feel like, and I think a lot of fighters feel like this, we don't deserve it. You know, like right. I want to, I want to fight. And after the fight, I can go on vacation and enjoy myself and take a break yeah. for one or two weeks, maybe. Uh, but right now I, I'm like, Hey, you didn't, you haven't fought since two years. You know, you can't just like sit around and chill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh and, and and honestly, and you, if you can say it, if you want to, or if you don't want to, that's all. That's all good. Can you be okay with not fighting that for so much more time because of your fan page and because of like the money that brings in, or like sooner or later, like you have to tell your agent, like, hey, I need a fucking date. Like, I need a fight because not even just not even just for like the paycheck of the fight itself, but everything it brings. If it's more sponsors or more. Uh, eyes on you some more eyes on your fan page or even of course you're not whatever your next fight is isn't your end game or your goal like whatever you have your site set at this or at this so how important is it you know just money wise and keeping everything going to have that fight um let's say i'm always saying more money is better you know yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah can yeah. <laughs> like yeah money money doesn't make you happy but it doesn't make you sad either um yeah, yeah. so i i of course i survive I, I can't survive i can pay all my bills i can have like a good life and i could like have a normal life if i would stop fighting um but like i just love fighting and of course i know when i fight i will get like more uh, followers on my fan pages the sponsorship money you know like it yeah. it will grow after each fight very cool um so if everything goes good so six weeks that's kind of uh yeah mid-november or late november maybe before thanksgiving somewhere in that range if everything goes good there what is kind of um you know if you take a little holiday break end of the year break what's kind of what you know, your 2023, how fastly or what kind of organization or where would you want to kind of be in your just your MMA life, your career wise in 2023? So I want to end the year with a win, of course. And yeah. um, I, I will enjoy myself Christmas in Germany because I want to visit okay. my family. Yeah, okay. everyone's over there. So, um, I mean, if I would get a bike uh, fight booked in January, okay, then I would say hmm, I have to come afterwards. But um, till then, I plan to go to Germany and then hopefully sign with a big promotion next year. Um, 
PFL going to make 145. The, I would be down to fight 145. And they just signed Aston Ladd. Also, um, I, I've seen almost none of the 135ers in the UFC can make weight anymore. Like, there's so many girls. Unfortunately, um, they should fight in 145. And now they're making all these catchweight fights. And I right. think they should not get ranked when they can't make weight, you know. Right, right. And it happens now almost every weekend. They miss weight or they do catchweight. And the 135 division in the UFC, they almost have no girls. Right, right, right. I, you know, it's like um, it's not like flyweight or strawweight. Yeah, it's crazy. And flyweight is just stacked. Uh, the strawweight, we just, mm -hmm. Mackenzie Dern and Nan, uh, just the main event uh, past weekend. Uh, really cool fight. Did, did you watch that? Uh, I, that's actually one of my notes. Are you, when you know, with you being in it and being so close to that pinnacle, do you watch every fucking thing? Do you just watch the UFC? Do you just watch Invicta? Or are you just like somebody, there's just a lot of people that I know, especially in it, like they want fucking everything. Like they are YouTube in fights. They're watching old fights. They're watching new fights every Saturday night. They're in it. Are you one, kind of one of those? Or are you kind of in and out? So what I can say is I watch every single UFC event. Okay. For sure. And I will watch Contender Series also every Tuesday. Love Contender. Um, Love I watch yeah, me too. Is there and the fights are so good. So good. Um, so I watch the Invicta cards, and uh, sometimes Bellator depends on who's fighting. Right. Uh, and PFL, I like to watch PFL because Love I PFL. feel like the level in PFL is so high. Yeah. Um. So yeah, these are yeah, the promotions I, I like to watch. And I've kind of I've worked now with all the uh, organizations, you know, when I was just out there for Albuquerque for Bare Knuckle, and no offense to any other organization, PFL has treated Fight Bananas and myself the best. They are so good. They take care of media members. Um, they kind of make you feel at home. They take care of you. They set up things. And then I'm not going to lie to you, the night of the show, right? So like everyone thinks this, like this is like some funny shit. So. An MMA event is like seven hours nowadays. It's a long show from the first prelim to the end of the fight. Mm. And then also for media people, like you have to get there like an hour, hour and a half before the show kind of gets yeah. set up. And then after the show, like when the show ends, when the fights end, that's kind of like the most work we do because we got to do like a post-fight press conference and then get content out there. It's a long day. I'm just going to throw that out mm -hmm. there. But like other organizations, you go, it's like this eight, 10 hour thing. And the first couple of times I went, I was starving cat, like so hungry. There's no food, <laughs> so fucking hungry. So then I started getting smart and like we bring a Snickers bar or bring mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. PFL now, let me tell you this, the PFL will have this spread they'll have like salads they'll have like appies and then all of a sudden they have like main core stuff and then they come in around like the co-main event they come in with like the desserts with the sweets and it's like damn pfl so they take care of people they do good stuff yeah that's that's good to hear that's good to hear for sure when you mentioned aspen lad like are you hearing different stuff because let me tell you what i'm hearing and then i would love if you're hearing something different it's be great info so when they signed Aspen Ladd, like everyone just automatically thinks they're setting up 145, right? Featherweight. Are you hearing that? Or I've been hearing that Aspen, that might not be a definite that she's going to be 145 or one. She might even actually go up to 155 and do the whole tournament, which the Kayla's in and stuff of that nature. And then also 
what PFL is trying to transition into next year and and, and in the foreseeable future, they're still going to have their tournaments and their their weight classes, but they're going to do more kind of pay-per-view type of events with names like Aspen Loud and Tiago Santos and Kayla Harrison and Anthony Pettis and just kind of have like cool fights, like just like cool big matchups, even if it's bringing Cyborg in or just even Aspen versus Kayla, like a once-off and even Aspen won't even be in the tournament. So have you heard anything different about PFL doing 145 or just that's what we are assuming with Aspen? Um, I kind of assume it and I've heard a few girls too. They were like, oh, they're going to open up, I think, a few weight classes more for females. Because at the end, if we're honest, there's almost no one real 155er. They're all 145ers. Yeah. All of them almost. Exactly. You have fairly... Yeah, you have fairly 145ers and like almost all the girls now at 155, they fought 135 before. And like jumping up two weight classes, it's too much. You know, it's too much. Um, So I hope that they're going to open up a few more weight classes for sure. Yeah, they should. And I think Esme, yeah, they should. And I mean, Esme led, of course, she's like a high level fighter. She got skills. Right. But jump, jumping up like to 155, I think she won't do good. It's too much. I, I totally agree with you. I really agree, especially like the, 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 the top two, three, four girls there at 155. Yes. Like, like Aspen would be in trouble. Like, yes. I think so too. I mean, you've seen Sarah Kaufman, for example. She has so much experience, yeah. she's very skilled. Um, but it was hard for her to fight in 155 because these girls were huge, huge, right. you know, and she's like right. small. She says, yeah, she's a short girl for that weight class. Um, Invicta FC was just this past weekend. Like I said, the Mackenzie Dern non-fight was last weekend. Uh, we're talking about PFL and that weight classes. Is there, it, and it doesn't even have to be a female. Of course, it can even be a guy, you know, like I said, just any fights you're watching. Are, are there a couple of fighters that you're kind of watching lately over the last six months, maybe a year? You're like, damn, him or, or her, she's good. Uh, she's like underrated or like almost on the rise. Like, holy shit, like this, this girl in a year, this girl in four months is going to be a champion or a contender. Is there someone like that that you've been watching, keeping your eyes on? So I can remember that from the first fight on. And that's, I mean, that's more than not. No, it's not. It's like three months ago. Talita Santos, who yeah. fought uh, oh my God, she's so, good. so good. Yeah, when I saw her first fight in the UFC, I'm like, yeah. wow, she's going to be like the next contender. And yeah. in my opinion, you can like give the fight either way. You know, like... The, you're, she, she, she won the fight. Winning. Like, and I, I yeah. watched it now two, three times, and this is what I do. And we've had so many podcasts on. And the best part is so... One of my best friends who we do a show together, Jillian the Savage Robertson, she fought Santos. And, of course, she was super into that fight when Santos fought Valentina. So we watched We talked about that multiple times. Like, Santos won that fight. If that fight was on a one-off and uh, Shevchenko wasn't this long reigning champion, and she deserves that because she is maybe one of the greatest, if not the greatest female fighter maybe ever, right? Yeah. Um. But in that one night, Santos was the better fighter that night. She won that fight. Yeah, I think I, so. I too. really do believe. I it. think so too. Wow, yeah. that's a good one. Um, so yeah, definitely. And I, I like Sean O'Malley to be yeah. honest. Like, um, and I hope and I think he can beat Petrian. 
Ooh, let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk. Um, yeah. Okay, so I really do think he can. He definitely can. And I think I like O'Malley more than other people, especially people in the media. I think think a lot of media members, I think they get so like uptight or they get so scared when like other mixed martial artists just do it another way. Like Sean O'Malley is his own cat. Like he does his own thing, his own style, his hair, whatever. And I think some people don't, you know, they just can't deal with it. Um, but on the other hand, just fighting wise, I love how Peter Yan fights. I love how he fights. His striking is oh, so yeah. technical and so good. His boxing is so slick. I actually think, like, in a weird way, Yan's, like, underrated. Um, you know, I think Sterling's a really bad matchup for him. And other than Sterling, like, Yan has looked unbeatable in the UFC. So, I don't know. I, I like I like Yan in that fight. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. It's not. I'm a Jan hater. He's really yeah. good, and like yeah. you said, I think Sterling is a bad matchup for him because okay. he didn't look like himself the last fight. Right. Um, but I, I think like most of the people don't think that much about Sean because he hasn't faced too many good opponents yet, not like ranked opponents. Um, but also I think his mind is so strong and he really wants it bad. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, that. and it's not always that the most skilled fighter wins the fight. Right. You know, like it's right. the, I, the one I who agree. wants it most. I agree. Um, and yeah, he gets a lot of hate for what he's doing, but I mean, I think he makes more money than a few UFC champs. So yeah. I, you know, he's doing everything right. He's just like smart. He's a businessman. Right, you know? right, right, right. I, I totally yeah. agree. I kind of want to go back on one thing you said, and I like, I say this all the time. I love that you just said that. At the end of the day, and like, of course, you want to be technical and you want to gain skills and you want to learn submission, you know, opportunities and you want your cardio up. I get all that. All that's so true. But at the end of the day, I say this all the time, like you lock yourself in a fucking cage with the same uh, body type and usually the same weight there could be a couple pounds off with gaining weight whatever it is at the end of the day it's like two people in a cage and like whoever wants that shit more want like wins like whoever has that dog mentality or whoever's in that right yeah. mindset in that day night or fight camp like wins and that's why sometimes you see people like george st pierre and what he did and like his mindset even still now to this day he's like He's literally more in fit than 90% of the roster. And he's, an, mm -hmm. you know, an older guy. He's been out of the, you know, the game for 10 years, 12 years. It's crazy how much like, uh, just like that, that dog or like if, if, if O'Malley like wants that win more than uh, Peter that night, you never know. That'd be crazy. Um, the same yeah. night you have Makochev or Charles Oliveira. I love Oliveira. Yes, me like, too. Whole... Me Love yeah, him. his whole story and like yeah, win, lose, win, lose. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, he seems such like such a nice person and good, yeah. just good people. And yeah. also, he's so skilled; it's crazy. So you know, cool. like it's just insane. And I'm like shocked he's the underdog for that fight. Me too. I agree. With, I. Yeah. Okay, we gotta we gotta we gotta start disagreeing a little bit. I I, I agree with you too much. Yeah. <laughs> we should we gotta start yelling at each other. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, all of it, like his story is so good. Like 
everyone thinks because like what Habib did, like with going 29 and 0, like, like that's unheard of in mixed martial arts. And like now what Chimaev is doing kind of a thing. And like sometimes uh, that's one thing I love, you know, boxing is great and all, but sometimes like you have to go undefeated for so long. You got to be 22 and 0 before you get a big mega fight or big money thing. And I love that in the UFC, like yeah. Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal and now even Conor McGregor, these guys lose fights. Like, that's just the honest truth. Like, with uh, Game Bread and, and, and Nate, they lose fights. But it's okay. They are real and they're raw and they who they are. And then you know you're going to get the best uh, of them inside that uh, octagon. And, like, I, there's something I, that I love about that, that. It's okay to lose a mixed martial arts contest. You can still be the biggest star or make the most money. And uh, I love that yeah. Oliver had, like, such a bad run. And now he's on this great run and he's the best in the world right now. Best. So I love it. I love it. Um, all right. One more question. And I got five fun uh, questions for you. You ready? Oh, did you cat you freeze? Oh, you hear me again? I hear you. Okay. You good? Yeah, I don't know what okay. happened. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Um, all right. So you mentioned your fan page earlier. Um, what's the best part of the fan page and, and your work? And what's the part you like the least about it? So the best part is for sure that I can pick my own schedule. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. I can train whenever I want, like, uh, yeah, I can train whenever I want and, like, do my stuff in there whenever I feel good and, like, have time for it. Of course, I kind of try to pick times where um, most of my fans are online. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing, like, the time thing. Then also I can do it from everywhere, you know, like, true, just true, still true. Yeah. be able to do it even if I would sit in Cancun on the beach, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I, I could do it from there too. Um, so that's the thing. The least favorite thing is, I would say when some people are just like rude, you know, because they, you yeah. have to that sometimes. People think like, oh, I subscribe now and now you have to talk to me 24 hours and they forget you're human and you have to yeah. do your stuff too and sleep and you can't be online 24 seven. Right. Um, and sometimes then they get rude kind of, or like, because OnlyFans is like, of course, for a lot of porn stars too. And, um, I think some people forget like OnlyFans is like for everyone. Yeah. Like you can do it as a chief, as an yeah. athlete, actor, whatever, right. but they expect like you're a porn star. And if you tell them, uh, no, you're not like, uh, on a porn star fan page, I don't sell porn here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. then they can get rude too, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, like the thing you kind of hit on that I'm kind of, I want to like double down or expand on is like, people don't realize how much time it takes to like, just create content and, and and send stuff out right like uh with us uh, with fight bananas we have so many it's awesome sometimes when we have multiple people doing it about uh you know getting pictures and and captions and hashtags and posting it on our socials if it's facebook or instagram or whatever and like with me doing podcasts it's like it's so damn time consuming like people don't understand like how much time and effort it is to talk to the people online or make a picture or yes. whatever it is it's it's wild wild 
it, it is it's a lot of time but um i'm blessed right now i moved to yeah. a new house with uh, two roommates <laughs> one of the roommates is a porn star too and uh he's really like he's a porn star he's really a porn star and okay. so he knows everything about like editing and like camera and you know it's just yeah. perfect for me and we have one another roommate he is a camera guy so um he like, works from home and all the time when I need something, I'm like, damn, I need this and that. Can you please hold the camera? And he knows exactly how. And um, so renew that just, lease. Works, renew that lease with them. Renew it. Get, get <laughs> out, do it another year. Yes. All right. Yes, five questions. No, Ready? Uh, first, first answer that comes in your head. All right. What's your favorite app on don't your put, phone? Don't, don't put pressure on me. Say it again, please. <laughs> Go. What's your uh, favorite app on your iPhone? TikTok. Okay. Your all-time favorite movie? Um, all-time favorite movie, Moonlight. Moonlight, okay. Uh, what actress would play you in a movie about you? Gina Carano. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, who's the most... <laughs> Who's the most interesting person you have ever talked to? Actually, my porn star roommate. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Last one. One of my favorites. Uh, you go to dinner. You have unlimited money. You have two hours. Um, you have to pick two people, dead or alive. Who do you go to dinner with? My mom and my dad. There you go. Easy enough, right? Love it. Yes. Love it. Cat, man, that was awesome. I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. We've been trying to do this for a Me little too. bit. Thank you. Um, it was so great That's to meet true. you out there in Albuquerque six weeks ago. Um, I cannot wait. Yeah, when uh, when you can talk about that fight news or release it, let us know. We'll make a post for you and we'll kind of push and promote. Yes. And um, it's awesome. I can't wait to just keep on uh, talking to you more and uh, see what happens next. Thank you. I will let you know as soon as possible. Absolutely. Anything you want to push, promote, socials, anything like that? Thank you. Awesome. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon, Kat. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye.